Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Kenyan Crew Podcast. How do you do? Good and you. So listen, I know that it was a while since I posted the last episode. This is episode three, About Me. Okay, that's the title. Uh, I know it's been a while, but I believe I had strep throat. I am a self, self-certified self doctor, so I promoted myself to become one, and uh, on TikTok at the very least. So that's what I believe I, I got. That was my analysis of the whole situation. I had a sore throat very badly. You know when you do like a turtle head pop move when you swallow and you like sink down with your, with your whole neck and whatnot with your head? That's what I was doing, so... Anyhow, uh, that's been the issue that I've been experiencing lately. But the the I, and this was going to be a different episode too. I got to get to that episode. I've been saying it since after one, so here we are on number three, and we're still not talking about what I wanted to. But I figured this is a good thing to do because if I was to post a, an about me on TikTok, I don't think it would get too many like uh, people to actually like tune in and listen. I figured if I did this on podcast for you to click on it, you must have some kind of time availability on your on your hands. So, um, this is what I wanted to do is let you know, like what it is that got me into the point of content creating and, uh, and, and like what it is that my goals are and whatnot and, and what they were and what it changed to be. So I think I start from the beginning because of the fact that I think a lot of people just see content creating as like wanting to stay at home and making money off of your couch, which like, I guess like, you know, there is obviously a lot of benefits from being able to do stuff like that. But at the same time, you have to realize that when you start a job at somewhere, at somewhere, like they have training, you know what I'm saying? So like when you start a job, you get like a week, two weeks training, you get taught by somebody where to go, what systems to use, what you got to go to and do. Nobody, there is no training when it comes time to like, all right, I want to start streaming video games on YouTube. So when people hear, oh, he gets played, he gets paid for playing video games, like that sounds great, but it's not as easy as like pick up your controller and start playing, you know? So I had to set up the microphone, which, you know, I don't want the microphone on the webcam. I want to get a nice microphone and use that. So you got to switch the audio pickup and the distribution and the camera and the capture card and all this and that and the other thing. It's not just as simple as just pick up your game sticks and, and you just start, you know, shooting people. Um, it is it is very fun. I do enjoy it thoroughly. Uh, all the types of content creating that I got myself into, even this podcast stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I thought there was going to be a lot of like dead space and, you know, just like a lot of me trying to think of shit to say, but I'm pretty sure I've been able to do a, a pretty good job, uh, keeping that at bare minimum, the spaces. Like, I really don't think that I need a co-host, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I could handle this job by myself, especially being the fact that it's 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 like I'm dealing with two people anyhow but that's another issue we're not we're not therapy session this one so I figure because of the fact that people a lot of people's mindset I believe is like you know you're working from home type shit uh you're lazy that's why I would like to bring it to the very beginning which is like I have a very extensive like resume and I've worked here I've worked there I've pretty much worked everywhere and like my my preference as far as work goes is like office work i like i like wearing a suit and tie and go and dress nicely into work and whatnot um but i've even gotten into construction or even fucking dunkin donuts which it was awful and uh i'd say probably dunkin donuts was the worst one to be 100 percent honest with you um i shouldn't 
I probably shouldn't bash places, but it, it's really it's not even just because of the place. It was just the ones that was ran the way they was, and also the workers. So it's not it's not because of Duncan's fault. So I'm not bashing your name, and I still go there as a customer. Same thing with Best Buy. I'll never work there again, but uh, I always return as a customer. You know, but uh, but what do you call it? So oh, I got so sidetracked. Okay, so I've had a mix of jobs, right? So since I was like 17 and a half. That's when I first started, like, my actual working career um, because I was, like, I was going to college and whatnot, and then I decided, you know what, like, uh, school's not for me. I lasted, like, half a semester, something like that, and then I had to quit the shit out of it because it's just school was never for me, even since preschool doing finger painting. It just wasn't for me, so I didn't want to go. Um, I wanted to stay at home and play with my toys. So I have here, just so that you know, though, because I don't want you thinking – that, like, when somebody's jobless is because of the fact that they're lazy or they suck at work. So this was from my very first job. I just broke the plaque, so that's good. I got these things plaqued up. So here we go. And I'm not going to say the company name because I don't want to, you know, throw it out there. But Dear Frank, it is the goal of our company to provide a work environment that recognizes and rewards outstanding employees. Our rewards and recognition program is designed to distinguish workers for exceptional above and beyond performance and achievement in helping to drive one or more of our core values. You can be proud of yourself because you are one of those employees. You have been recognized with a shining star. Thank you. Frank energizes the team. That's the subject. Frank is the newest member of our team. He brings a youthful energy and a lot of enthusiasm to our group. Frank enjoys helping our customers, but most of all, Frank gets true joy from selling to our customers. Frank shares this joy with our team, and this helps to inspire other team members. So that's an email from, you know, one of my bosses at this job. Here's another one. Uh, let's see here. It, that pretty much says the same thing, but then I got a customer, right? This is from a customer that says, thank you. Hi. Hello, Frank. Hi. Hello, Frank. Thank you very much for your excellent customer service. If I knew your supervisor's name, I would write to advise of your, your fine service and how good you make your company look. It is unusual when I am not compelled to call two, sometimes three times, to get revisions made in invoices. Your swift efforts to comply with my needs have assured our repeat business. The boss says what he wants. It's the secretary's job to go online and find it. She can use any supplier she chooses. I choose this company, and I will keep your phone number so I can be assured of courteous, prompt, and efficient assistance. I encourage you to forward my note to your supervisor, and I will happily take a call from whoever that might be. Now, the reason why I'm, I'm saying this is because this is, like I say, my very first job. I'm just putting this down here. That's my very first job. And from then, I never got fired from a job because I was lazy, because I showed up late all the time, because I just like left in the middle of the day and whatnot. I was never let go for that. So I have a very good work ethic, but it's just the fact that I landed a few jobs because like at that job that I got those certificates at, eventually the supervisor that I did have, they moved forward with their life. So they moved to, they, they went to a different company. And that was great for that person. And we got somebody else that was pretty much a complete dickhead. And they wanted my job so that they could hook up their friend. And what they did was they, they set me up. I, eventually, the customer service crew turned into uh, sales. So they was all about conversion rate and, and percentages as far as how many phone calls you get to how many um, sales you make. So sometimes if somebody says, yeah, I got a pizza delivery for somebody, I say, you got the wrong number, pal. 
that counts against me. So if you got 10 phone calls and six times you got the pizza guy, then that means your conversion rate is shit. It's supposed to be like I got 10 phone calls and I made eight sales and I got two pizza phone calls, useless ones. So what was going on was, you know, there was a mix of that. Hey, I'm looking for so-and-so, you know, I'm outside. Shit like that would happen. But then the boss was sitting with me and and they was telling me. So a customer called in and they'd be like, I'm looking for a wired thing, right? I don't want nothing wireless. The guy was listening to the phone call and made me talk to the customer about wireless shit. Nothing but wireless. And the guy was like, don't you listen to me? What's the matter with you? I said, I don't want wireless. I want corded because of this, that, the other thing. And the guy was making me push the wireless shit. So I didn't get no sales like that, obviously, because you're not listening to the customer. So he claimed that my sales numbers was too low. We got to let you go. They got the other guy in there. And, and you know, I was still good with everybody that I work with. So they didn't know that I was getting the info. But they were sending me the screenshots of the of the reports of their weekly sales. And it was way the fuck worse than what the hell I was doing. So it was just like... You know, that's the kind of luck that I had as far as jobs go. So it doesn't matter how good you do, you sometimes bump into somebody that wants you gone. And once they want you gone, that's it, you're gone. So, you know, I, I bebopped from this job to that job. Eventually, I worked my way into human resources, which was that was the greatest jobs that I've had was working in HR. It's because it's like you're working with customer service but it's for your own employees so you don't have to deal with people saying like hey how you doing uh i would like to get this item for this price if not fuck you and then i'm gonna be like oh fuck me thank you very much i appreciate that and i hope to see you soon for more business thank you meanwhile they just told me fuck me in my face you know what i mean so at least with hr you're not going to have somebody walk in the office and be like, hey, fuck you, I need benefits. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to say, hey, how you doing, Frank? Uh, you know, I, I need this done. I need you to look at that, please, and thank you. You know, it's very nice. So, unfortunately, though, I lost the the least HR job that I was at due to, well, this is a different part of the story I, I didn't think I was going to get into, but I, I used to have a uh, abuse problem with substances and whatnot, so um, I am going on. I believe it's eight years clean. I really, I really don't keep track like that. I'm pretty sure it's going on eight years clean. 2014 is when I stopped all the bullshit. So um, here we are in 2022. Yeah. So July will be eight years. Um, but you know, so it was because of that that I did end up losing that job. Um, unfortunately, something fell out of my pocket. They wanted me to go take a test. I knew I was going to fail terribly, so I didn't waste anybody's time, and I just left. And you know, that was it. And eventually it caught up to me. I had to do a little bit of jail time. And, um, and well, I really, I really am going off fucking topic here. Anyhow, so listen, so the bottom line is don't, don't touch anything that you shouldn't be touching. Okay. You don't need it. If you're trying to run away from your problems, um, it's not going to help you at all. Okay. So my, my thing that got me involved with things, um, was the fact that I couldn't handle the loss of my uncle G it was very hard on me and I didn't know how to handle it. So I just didn't want to like, I didn't want to be around mentally, you know? So I thought that I was helping myself by doing that. And in the long run, I was way hurting myself. Even to this day, it affects me because I still have to answer, were you convicted of this, that, the third? And I got to say, yeah. And then I got to go into details about stupid ass shit. And it's just, it's, it's a waste of your time. So, 
you know, if you've listened to this far, please don't never touch nothing that you shouldn't be touching and just live a healthy life because, you know, one day you might want to live and, and then like, uh, you know, you never know what you put in your system that affects you in the long run too. You know what I'm saying? You don't, so you don't know how, how long you, you're making it that you got on this earth. And, um, so that was the least of the HR job that I had. I, I got hit with that. I went away to jail a couple of times. I got myself a fucking record. And so that sticks on you for a while. So I was stuck with doing like, you know, quick jobs like Dunkin' Donuts. I worked at uh, warehouses. Um, and it was just shit work. You know, you're working with people that don't care about what they're doing. They don't care about the job. They don't care about other human beings and all that. So it like it shows and it kind of like affects you. You know, it, it has a negative effect on you. And it's like eventually when you're dealing with shit work, you got shit people you work with. And then if you got to deal with the outside public and they're being shitty to you, it's like you just want to fucking explode, really. You know, and it's like I can only deal with that shit for so long. And that's that's where we're at right now. That's why I'm pushing very hard to get into this content creating is because of the fact that, like, I just can't land the job where I just am told, okay, do your job, and that's it, and you don't get fucked with, you don't get treated like a piece of shit. Like, there was jobs that I literally felt like people was pissing on my face, and I had to say that. You know, there was a job where we didn't take a lunch break, and it was laughed at. When I, when I brought it up, they said, oh, we didn't take break? <laughs> and they're laughing. Meanwhile... Here I am, I'm, I'm at a different fucking place. I'm not around my house, I'm not even the driver. So, like, I'm stuck here for the week. And I gotta have you laughing in my face over not taking a break after a very stressful... We was doing a stressful job, too. And it's not so it's not like it was just a nice put-your-feet-up kind of job. It was extremely stressful. People could have got hurt all fucking day I'm thinking about it. And the other person that's helping me out is fucking useless. They were, they were, they were telling me, my pocket's on the floor. Okay, so I'm over here stressing the fuck out and they're fucking with me telling me that my pocket's on the floor playing a game. So that's the kind of shit I was dealing with, you know, and it's like I don't have I don't have it in the brain capacity to be dealing with this extracurricular bullshit like this anymore. You know, too much has been done to me ever since I thought I had a baby in 2016. That's always what I wanted was just a family of my own that this way I could do some of the things that I wanted to do. And, and, and there was like, you know, things missing in my life. I thought that would fill those voids and whatnot. So, and especially having a son was like really a feather in my hat. And I would have been happy if it was a daughter, you know, but especially being a son, that's really what I wanted to have. And then, uh, and then, you know, my whole world come crashing down when I found out, I, I didn't even understand the results. I took the DNA test because I was going to fight for full custody. And what do you call it? And then I got the results. It says 0%. But I didn't read that at the bottom, I don't think. I think it was in the middle. There was some bullshit verbiage as far as words goes. And I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. So I called the 800 number. I says, listen, lady, can you help me out? Because I don't know what the fuck this note is saying. And it says, oh, yeah, if you look on the bottom, it says 0% of probability of being the father. And I sank down to my knees crying a storm. So... You know, that's not what I wanted at all when I took the DNA test. I was taking it so I could get full custody, and I knew that was going to be coming. And that's <laughs> that's what I went into that with. So, like, after that happened, I really don't have it anymore that I could allow people to be fucking with me, and I'm just going to, like, fucking smile about it. And that's what I've been doing, and I can only take so much of that shit. And finally, I'm at the breaking point, and I can't. I can't. I can't even, like, I can't talk about it, you know? I'm still getting, like, all upset. And... It's forever going to have a effect on me. I, I wasn't even, you know, trying to talk about this shit either. I don't know why I'm getting, I'm getting sidetracked with all these topics.
But anyhow, so the, the main thing for me why I got into content creating was because I knew that his mother always locked him up in his room with his tablet on YouTube. And he he knew how to navigate that YouTube. He fucking always searched and searched and swiped and whatnot and picked his different movies and videos. He did a very good job. And, like, every time I was on the phone, though, when we would split off, because I always tried to go back for the sake of the kid. I didn't give a shit about that girl. And she knew that, too. It was just I was only there for him, you know? And uh, and so every time I would call before we got back together, though, she'd be like, oh, he's in the other room. He's on his tablet. He's on YouTube. So it gave me the idea eventually when I, when I finally had to say, this is it. Like, she, it, it, nothing's doing. She wanted to live the life that I used to live. And I'm over that life. And she's not over that life. And so she has still those issues. And I can't. I can't I can't have that. I can't be around somebody that's constantly struggling with that and looking to bring me down with that shit. I can't do it. So I got to go. So I couldn't even say goodbye to the kid. I had to lock myself in his room for like the past the last half hour that I was there and I cried my eyes out and then left. Um so I thought I said, you know, maybe if I get on YouTube and I become popular enough, maybe I might be one of the people that pops up on him. You know, he'll recognize my face instantly because he used to even like reach around her to have me get him out of the car seat. You know what I mean? So like me and him has a we have a very strong bond. So I figured if he saw me on YouTube, he would click on me, watch me and whatnot and grow up with me. And YouTube was just extremely slow. So then somebody, an old friend of mine from New York, recommended that I go to TikTok. I didn't even know what the hell it was. And still the same goal, though. I'm just looking to blow my name up, and then I'll take everybody back to YouTube because that's where I knew he was at. You know, obviously, he, he, he's he's a child, so he's not going to be on TikTok. You know what I mean? So um, at least I don't think. Maybe she did set him up with a TikTok now to occupy him more than more. But who the fuck knows? Um but my goal was to gain a whole audience and then bring them over to YouTube, get myself known and whatnot that way. And then eventually, you know, the way the, the biological father was treating him, basically, this is how he was treating him. He was treating the kid like the the boy was my son, my blood son, and like, and like he was just coming into this as like a stepdad and he didn't give a shit about the kid at all. He's not there for the kid, he's there for the girl. So that's how he always looked at the kid and treated the kid and... You know, to a degree, I understand I cut the kid's cord. I helped name the kid and everything. He's got my last name. So I get there's a lot of things that stings. But at the end of the day, when that's your child, that's your child. That's it. Period. Point blank. End of story. There is no more to that shit. That's your, that's your boy. So you should always be there for him no matter what the fuck. Finally, after she's been fucking up so many times, she lost custody. And I've been telling him to get custody at all time. I says, you know, it's nothing I could do, but that's what you should do. As far as the kid's, you know, sake, that's what you should do is get the custody like I was fighting for. He didn't want to listen because he wants to live a bum life himself. So, you know, he got the custody and whatnot. And, and, um, and then I saw a photograph and, you know, the kid looks happy. And so I says, like, you don't, I don't think you got a need for me no more, you know. Like, uh, like at once he actually did, you know, so, and that was fine. And I was going to be there for him. Oh God. I don't know if I could do this. <clears throat> and so, uh, I don't know. I was, I was okay with that though. I would have been there for him, you know, but I understand that he would have wanted his biological anyhow. So I get that, you know what I mean? And it probably would have hurt even worse if I did, uh, 
if I did bring him up and then he decided one day, like if I says, oh, you know, don't hang out with that crew. They're no good for you, you know? And then he'd be like, you you ain't my father anyhow. You know what I mean? Like that, that shit would kill me. Uh, excuse me. I do apologize. I might might have to try and edit this out. <laughs> um, so that was that was the goal of as far as my content creating goes was to just get my name out there so he could find me, and we could have been together, and I could have showed him that he's loved because, you know, kids need to feel that and whatnot that you all cared for. And I can't even believe that I'm, I always oh, smacked the microphone. I can't even believe that I seen on YouTube recently that like kids are taking their lives, and it's like I, I never even. I mean, I, I knew for a long time I didn't want to be around, you know, but it's like I never, I, at a young age especially, never thought of, like, doing nothing and the kids are doing stuff, you know, and it's like you shouldn't be. So I didn't want him to feel those feelings, though, of, like, not feeling loved and whatnot or, like, not feeling good enough to why didn't my mother change her ways? Did she not love me? You know what I'm saying? Like, that must hurt him. So I wanted to be there. But at the end of the day, it, it, you know, the guy finally stepped up it took years but he finally stepped up and the kid's happy so that's good i'm happy for you being happy and i hope it stays that way forever so then the content creating just turned into like a personal thing whereas i was like you know what a lot of people while i was doing this was telling me i could be an actor and i was like uh you know, I would I would actually love that very much. You know, like uh, I feel like I would do a good job, especially with a certain kind of genres and whatnot. If I was to get into like some kind of mob, mafia type, you know, uh, mob boss movie or something like this, like I would be very. I feel like it would be very natural. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I would be willing to try other things. The only thing I I don't think I could do too good at is different accents. <laughs> I think I try to do, you know, I try to do one accent and it'll come out a different guy or something like that. So. I don't know. I might have to, like, spend a lot of time. Like, if I got to be an Irish guy, I might have to go to Ireland and talk to a lot of, you know, Irish people and and, and get fluent with it or something like that. I don't think right off the bat I could be like, I'm not even going to attempt it because you never know if the Irish is listening. So <laughs> that's the only thing I might have to work on is as far as, like, if my character is from a different place. But other than that, if, if I'm a United States of America person, then I could do that. Um, so, you know, people, people like hype me up as far as like doing that. And I was like, hell yeah. And now recently, since I started playing like Fortnite, they were pushing me. Okay. You should be in Fortnite. I would definitely play the game and, and, uh, and I would, I would download it again. If you was in the game, I, I would buy it in a jiffy. Then I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like I've been loving video games ever since I was three years old. That was my main thing was action figures. I used to go with the, with the toys. That's why my, my folks made my brother because they thought I was lonely meanwhile I was just making noise with the action figures and then that's probably just an excuse you know what I mean they just they was doing what they had to do that's don't worry about what my parents was doing <laughs> so like that was my always thing though was the action figures play with the toys make the psh, psh, psh noise and uh and playing video games that was always my like go-to you know because I I tried with people even when I was a kid, I remember I used to like sit looking through the chain link fence at this fucking this 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 kid across the street. It was him and his sister, and I always liked playing with them. They they only hung around me on the hot days of summer, because my folks had a pool. Other than that, I didn't fucking hear or see them nothing. I just sat at that fence like a dog trying to run away. So you know, 
always I I just I couldn't stand. That's why I just recently said on the TikTok like I I genuinely can't stand fucking people. Like it bothers the shit out of me that a lot of people says I just don't know what to comment, but they'll comment like I'm not a robot, I'm a human being. Like the point of the story was the fact that a lot of people was looking at my shit and not interacting, and here you are finally interacting. But like just to let me know that you have the option to, you just choose not to. You know what I mean? So it's like fucking you, you know that mind blowing emoji. That's what I got. Mind blowing and fucking emoji. Um, oh God, I got off topic here. So I do. I know we went we went up and down on this conversation, but uh, but that's the reason why I got into this whole thing now is. Um, First started for, for the boy, and now it's like a personal thing. If it works out, it works out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gung-ho about this. I'm only trying because of the fact that people hype me up. If it was the case of, like, I saw a lot of people saying, like, listen, you ain't an actor. Uh, you can't do nothing for entertainment-wise. You should just quit. I mean, I think I would still create content, really. Like, I do thoroughly enjoy it, but I don't think I would do it as much. Maybe I would post, like, once a month. Who knows? Maybe I would just delete the fuck out of all my accounts. I don't know. But... You know, a lot of people hype me up as far as, like, you should still maintain it and do it and, and pursue it. And so here I am, pursuing the hell out of it. Now, every time there's a door that shuts, I try and open another one, you know. So, like, uh, so I tried something with this company. It didn't work out. I tried something with another company. It worked out. So now uh, I got I got a code in, in here for, like, Insta360. Uh, those, those cameras... I got a code for, or a link rather, uh, Fortnite, I have, you know, Boss 6 is my supporter creator code, uh, I just recently reached out to another video game company, and we're emailing back and forth, and I just asked about the fact that, you know, if I get enough support, could I possibly have a, a potential of maybe being in your video game, you know, because, like I say, even if I don't get into no acting, like a video game thing, that would be great, that, that would be like, I would love the hell out of that, you have no idea, because, that's that's what like that was always my enjoyment. I got like if I had a bad day, I would turn on the game and just take out the frustrations in the video games and whatnot. And it it makes you focus as far as like wanting to do better with you know inside the game if you want to get better at it because you like it. And uh, I know it's good for you know kids to get out and about. Obviously, don't be just staying inside playing video games. But everybody's got to find their their hobbies, and that was always it for me, you know. And not even like the online thing. Like this was back in the I had the regular Nintendo, which led to the Super Nintendo, to the N sixty four. I tried my very best to avoid the CD disc because I just didn't like the possibility of fingerprints. So I tried sticking with cartridges. Meanwhile, those fucking things got obsoleted real quick. So we had to switch. Uh, I didn't get the PlayStation, but then I got the PS two and the original Xbox. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that's the goes now is I'm trying to just do this here social media content creating to get my name out there for myself and uh, see where it goes. And if it does, if it's not meant for me, it's not meant for me. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I'm not going to beat a dead horse with a dull axe. I'm not going to do that. But I do enjoy this. So, you know, you can still, you can still always look forward to content from me, no matter what. Even if a whole bunch of people tell me, boo, you suck, I'll still be making something. Even just going live streaming on Twitch, playing the video games. You know what I mean? Like even that. Um, it don't matter, but I just wanted to say thank you very much, everybody. Whoever listens into on this, uh, I don't know exactly. I, I've yet to be able to see the stats because evidently it says I gotta post three episodes. So here we go, with the third one. Maybe now I'll get some actual analytics and I can see who's listening. You know, this thing only tells me that two people listen to this. Oh, that reminds me. Okay, so listen. If you did listen this far, can you do me a favor and just like any of my last TikTok videos, just be like, hey. 
I just listened to episode three. Uh, that's it. Don't, you don't even got to say if it was good or bad. Just say, hey, just I just listened to your podcast, episode three. And that's it, okay? So this way you let me know how many people is actually listening to this. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, even though I do enjoy it, I could just do it like uh, if nobody's listening, then why, why do it every... Um, I don't know how often I was going to be doing this, to be 100% honest with you. I guess I heard that some people do it, like, twice a week or something like this. I was at one point going to be looking forward to doing this like every day. Uh, but I don't know if maybe that's a little too much, too, too much uh, boss time. Who knows? But um, definitely look forward to this. Episode four, I want to talk about like hobbies and things that you should do to preoccupy your time instead of like doing things that's terrible for your life. Okay, so so tune in for that. I'm not sure when I'm going to record that episode, but uh, it's going to be a lot sooner than last time. Like I said, I was sickly, so... That was not 100% my fault. Uh, But thank you very much for listening. Okay, I love you all very much. I greatly appreciate you for your support. Okay, I love you all, and I hope you have a great day.